Hello, dear listener. This is Basement Gaming, episode 26. My name is Herb, and I am joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Howdy. On this week's episode, we discuss the Game Awards 2020, where there were winners and losers and cool new trailers. And I will also give my first impressions on the newly released Cyberpunk 2077. If you like the show, follow us on your podcast app of choice to stay up to date with new episodes and reach out to us on Twitter at BasementGaming9 with questions and comments about the show. With formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. What's up, Brigham? Not a lot, man. What is up with you? We got some games, some games to play. We let uh, we let some time go by between uh, this podcast and the last podcast, just to, just to sit and stir a little bit. And, yeah, uh, but we actually do have a lot to talk about this time, so it kind yeah. of all you know, <laughs> boiled up to to this moment. Exactly. It was a great idea. Totally where it wasn't because because you got really busy or anything. <laughs> yeah, totally not. Not at all. <laughs> but All intended. Yeah, yeah I, I guess the big news of this week was probably the Game Awards as like big news number one. And uh, yeah, I mean, I know you said you watched it a little bit. I mostly just kind of followed it on Twitter and what was happening. So what did, what did it look like live on online, not on TV? Was it on TV? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so it was interesting. You know, obviously this year because of COVID, everything was kind of done virtually. So the audience they had there were virtual. It's kind of like if you ever if you ever watched the NBA games where the stands were just like a bunch of webcams. That's kind of how it was for this as well. There's like a giant screen in the back that they'd, they'd point the camera towards every now and then showing all the uh, uh, nominees with the webcams turned on, it did create a funny uh, moment where, um, what's that game called? Outer, the, the space game that was like really bad when it first came out, but got better over time. No Man's Sky? Like, no Man's Sky, thank you. Yeah, so No Man's Sky won uh, best ongoing online game. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. And the guy who made the, the head developer of the game didn't even think that he had a chance of winning it. So he was just like drinking some beer as his name was called <laughs> out for it. And he just like it goes to his, his webcam. He's like his eyes are wide open. Like he starts talking. He has like you can tell he has zero speech planned out. He's like partially drunk. Um, so that was a great <laughs> moment. Uh, but overall, it was really cool. It wasn't as like impactful, I think, as the last year's. I give it video game awards in terms of like huge announcements, I would say, but uh, it was still a really cool experience. Last of us part two won a ton of awards to I'm sure the dismay of people. Um, but to us, it's no surprise because that game is amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I think, uh, they weren't, I, like I said, I was following it on Twitter. So as, as they were announcing winners, I just kind of looked over and saw what was going on. I didn't see a lot of surprises, but there were a few of them. Like, like what you just said, uh, No Man's Sky winning ongoing game was just mind-boggling to me because it was going up against some heavy hitters. It was going up against Warzone, Fortnite. Uh, what was the other ones here? Let me pull it up here. If I could find it. It was going up against Fortnite, Warzone, Destiny 2, and Apex Legends. So it was going up against some pretty big, big companies, mm-hmm. big games, especially Fortnite. Like... I feel like this this award pretty much would belong to Fortnite for the foreseeable future. So whenever I saw that it won this, I was like, oh man, like did this game get that much better? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's very surprising. You have to remember too that the video game awards are are done by are voted on by critics. And so I can totally see from a critic standpoint, just seeing the journey that No Man's Sky had to get to the point where it's at now. That's partially why maybe it got the vote. I think if people were to vote for it, um, it would have been a different story. But yeah. Yeah, there's also I mean, there is a section of the show where it is voted by community. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like best community support. It looks like Fall Guys won that one. Uh, there is some. Is that the only one that's community voted? No, this should it was be like best. Than. I think it was like best action game was community voted because remember Ghost of Tsushima won like maybe it was like best game of the year from the community or something like that. Anyway, there's a there's there are community voted awards, but yeah, the vast majority of it is voted by critics. But let me see. I'm going through them here. I don't see anything else that was like really surprising. But I I guess I was slightly surprised by how many awards Last of Us ended up winning. I think I I thought it was a shoe win for for Game of the Year. That was for sure. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> dude, let's let's just go through what it won. It won seven awards. Was nominated for eleven, which which breaks huh. all records, by the way. Like I looked through all of their years to see who what other game had as many uh, nominations or wins. It's broken both the nominations and wins. Uh, record so yeah that's that's that so it won game of the year best game direction best narrative best art direction that was Ghost of Tsushima let's see it won best audio design no you wouldn't mm. really think about audio design best best performance by Laura Bailey as Abby fantastic freaking performance true okay let's keep scrolling here I think it won one or two more one innovation and accessibility—that's an interesting one. I didn't even think—I didn't even know that was a. I told totally you that they had so many accessibility options in that game. It's crazy. Okay, yeah, you told me you went through it and like she looked like they did a lot of things to help you enjoy oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, and best action adventure. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's so awards. funny seeing how the critics love that game and just seeing so much hate for that game online, like on Twitter. I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's so like, weird. It's almost whenever if you just looked at the internet, you would think that it's a highly contentious game, like people either love it or hate it. But I, I honestly feel it's a lot more like most people like it a lot. And then there's like like a 10%, there's like 80% love it. 10% are just like, oh, I like it, but it could be better. And then 10% like hate it. And that 10% I hate it, just keep fighting. The 10% are just kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. And so, and the rest of us, the 80% that just absolutely love it, we're just like, I'm just going to stay out of this fight because this game's amazing and I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's just the nature of the internet. It, The negative is very front and center, I would say. But yeah. So the surprise there for me was the sheer amount. I, I thought it was going to win like two or three, but it won seven. And that was pretty cool. I, like I said before, it's definitely my favorite game of the last generation. And according to the Game Awards, it was probably the, la- the best game of the last decade. So <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's that for The Last of Us. We'll see. You still think there's going to be a third one. I'm still on the fence. We'll see if it, if the, it actually happens for PS5. And uh, we'll go from there, but. Yeah, was there any other surprises that you see? Um, no, in terms of awards, not really. Uh, the Perfect Dark uh, game announcement from the initiative 
personally for me was pretty big just because Perfect Dark is like a really cool series. I'm glad to see the Xbox kind of bring back these really popular IPs. Um, I think that'll help a lot with the first party kind of library that Xbox has been suffering or has been lacking. Why do um, I not know anything that, about this game? I don't know anything about this game. I need to look this up. Dude, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it was just a really, I just, it was just like a really solid first person shooter that came out on N64 and it came out right after the GoldenEye 007 game on N64, which is yeah. made by the same company, Rare. And that game, obviously, I mean, I'm, you, I'm sure you've heard of that game. That game was huge. I was like, I mean, game changing. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this game was, is basically very similar in terms of uh, combat. But it was much more futuristic. It had really cool, crazy guns. I remember it was like this like, like laptop gun where you throw it out and it looks like a laptop and it unfolds and just like turns like a little turret. And I don't know. It was there was a bunch of like really cool gun mechanics in that game. And that's why people liked it a lot. Yeah, I guess I need to look into it. You make it just seem like it's a classic that just don't know nothing about apparently. <laughs> but yeah, I think in terms of uh trailers when i was looking through the list of games that they actually announced through the trailers there wasn't really like any major ip that i'm like super invested in but i did just look through them to see if there was any new games that i could think of that maybe look pretty cool the first one i think is definitely crimson desert which i just told you about off air but i'll give like one of the articles i read gave a little synopsis of what that game is like so it's from a south korean publisher called uh pearl abyss it showcases a beautiful open world with 3d features depicted in a gritty reality it's full of towns and cities as well as huge mountains magnificent canyons winding rivers and of course desolate desert so yeah, it's like an open world i don't know if it's gonna be rpg in- involved into it i'm pretty sure there are like I, oh yeah i've ever played an open world that doesn't have rpg elements i don't think that's the thing <laughs> Oh, man. I don't think that exists. I, no. I'm pretty sure if it's open world, it's like automatically has like some sort of RPG element into it. But yeah, yeah anyways. it kind of has to. I mean, I guess I've, I've played games that are open world that are like uh, adventure games. I don't know if that's considered RPG. No, that's not considered RPG. I mean, that's kind of like a that's kind of like gotcha, though, of like, you know, there's like point and click adventure games where you have to like solve puzzles and things like that. And it's an open world. So you have to figure out where to go and things but I mean, yeah i mean i guess it's like, such like a niche thing most most of them are rpg i think i guess grand theft auto is not really rpg it's a little yeah, bit yeah i guess it's true it's, it's a little bit but yeah there's not a lot of like there's no stat increase or anything like that mm-hmm. it's except, just, for San, except for san andreas yeah that's that the one didn't have one. Like stats and stuff but yeah, yeah you're right but anyways this looks i at first i was looking at the trailer i'm like it looks pretty cool but at first i was like i think this is just gonna be another boring rpg that's gonna try to like take over the big the big boys of the rpg world but then the fighting started i was like wow this combat looks awesome (laughs) so i think the combat alone might drive me to at least like stay interested in this game but the thing about these trailers brigham is that with cyberpunk coming out i was just reminded that cyberpunk was announced almost eight years ago I think it was E3. Was it E3? I don't oh, know. It was no, some convention. You're right. It was like, it was, yeah. 2012, was, I think, is when it was announced. Dude, it was so long ago. Like, I have nieces that were just toddlers at the time. They're just like almost in their preteens. So I don't know. I don't know about these trailers. Whenever I see a trailer now, I'm just reminded, like, man, Cyberpunk was announced like 10 years ago. And I like I completely forgotten about it when it got announced. I was still in college. I was just like, 
oh, this, this looks kind of cool. And I remember my friends, some of my friends was like super hyped about it when I first saw it. I was like, this game is going to be awesome. And then we just didn't hear about it for for a de- <laughs> almost a decade until like the last two years was really when like it started picking back up when yeah. they finally announced a, a, like a time frame when they're going to announce it. But yeah, the hype was so high. It. I mean, I remember whenever they first showed in-game footage of it. At first, they didn't show any to the public. They just showed in-game footage to people at E3. And all the talk of E3 was was that in-game demo that they couldn't show people. And so all you could do was hear journalists talk about how good it was. And it's just like the hype was just so high. And I guess we'll we'll get to that soon. But but yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. as usual, we we're a big proponent on this show about trailers as to get excited, but not too excited because yep. it's probably so far down the line that you'll probably just forget about it anyways. And then when they reannounce it with uh, like a time frame of when they're going to re- release it. That's when you should really start getting hype, I guess. True. But right now it's just uh, okay. I guess they're working on something, and <laughs> that's, I think that's what the game awards is all about, or some some award shows or conventions where they just show you these random trailers with no release date, is or they only give you like at best a time window or no in game footage. Oh yeah, no in game footage, just cinematics. It's just like, uh, well, we're working on it. They're just checking in with the public, just be like, we're still here. We promise. But yeah, just hold your breath, I guess. But yeah. in terms of games, yeah, like I said, in terms of games, there was like a bunch of like smaller stuff, some couple of old IPs like a Mass Effect and Super Smash Brothers. I saw some trailers for. Yeah, I, the Game Awards are not meant to be a trailer dump. I feel like I think they're just it's more about the award show award than anything. Yeah, it's kind of funny how they try to throw in a bunch of, you know, trailers and stuff to get people to watch. But I think they do try to do a good job of well of making it like, hey, like this is to celebrate games and celebrate, you know, it's it's the Oscars for video games, you know, and I think they're yeah. doing a pretty good job of every year. I feel like every year I care more and more about the actual game awards, like the, yeah. the awards and less about the trailers, which is a yeah. very good sign. It's definitely getting better. And I feel I feel like the community may be starting to respect it a little bit more. I feel like most communities, even the like the movie community, they're really big movie buffs, don't really care about the Oscars too much. They're like, oh, it's just an award show. There's always a bunch of snubs. Like I've mm-hmm. sometimes I'll I'll get into an Oscar snub list where it's just a bunch of really good movies that came out throughout the year that got no recognition at the Oscars. And I'll see a lot of like really good movies in that list. I'll just like watch over the next couple of months. So yeah, I think the big game snubs might be like, ah, oh, whatever, it's just Game Awards. They, they didn't talk about this small indie game that I loved that I played six months ago kind of thing. But I think yeah. overall, it's definitely getting more and more reputable. Well, I think the cool thing about the Oscars, the thing about the Oscars I like so much is that it gets me to watch movies that I originally wouldn't have. You know what I mean? So many times a movie, like a movie, if a movie sweeps through the Oscars or even like the Golden Globes, like a TV show, I'm like, oh, like, what is that? And then I'll start watching it. And I kind of feel the same with the video game awards. Like there are games that I feel like aren't as popular. Obviously, everyone knows what Last of Us Part Two is, but there's like lesser known games that win other awards and things like that. And it gets people's attention, you know? And the fact that that critics are the ones who vote for these things, I feel like makes them more timeless because I'm not trying to say that the that the community's opinion is garbage, but like, you know, the community, like we we have like a hive mind, you know what I mean? And yeah. so not always the games that the community think is the best game is in 
is going to be as timeless as like what the critics may pick if that makes sense exactly like and the community the quote-unquote community's perception changes month to month depending on who's who's interested in typing as much (laughs) online (laughs) so so the the haters might be super into typing about last of us right now but then six months from now or a year or two from now the big people that are part of the community be like this game was amazing people are crazy and then that'll come back up because yeah like you said like if the community voted on this last of us would probably win nothing you know Mm because all the all the haters would just be on here and be like nope best game of the year was i'm gonna probably pick ghosts which i would say is probably a second place for this year but i don't think it's a close second i think last of us is far and away the best game of 2020 i think i agree with that but speaking of best games another game that probably would have been considered for game of the year if it came out on time is cyberpunk 2077 which after many many delays came out this week december 10th 2020 we made it the eight the seven year (laughs) journey is is over and we have ourselves a giant buggy interesting and fun game on our consoles and pcs Mm -hmm. have you have you seen anything about like i mean i know you've seen stuff about uh about cyberpunk what have you seen on the the grapevines around the water cooler (laughs) yeah so from what i've seen the videos and the reviews it seems like and from my personal opinion on the game i haven't played yet from from what i've seen it looks like an awesome game that just happens to be filled with a bunch of bugs like the gameplay looks really cool the story looks amazing the world looks really cool but yeah like the seeing it run on the xbox one on the xbox one s which granted is like the weakest of all the consoles right now. Um, and this is not the Xbox Series S, the Xbox One S. Um, it runs at like 12, 13 frames per second. Like that's that's wow. unexcusable. That is yeah. terrible. That's awful. That's that's not even it shouldn't even be allowed to have been certified, in my opinion, to be even <laughs> on the imagine getting a game and it running at 13 frames per second. Like that's just so bad. And, you know, I've heard it's been crashing on PS4 and, you know, there's like textures that like pop in halfway through and like it's just not good at all on these like on on the consoles on, on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I've heard it's in Series S, S as well. I've heard it's better. But yeah, the, the amount of bugs in the game, it's it's really bad. This game probably should have. I know people wouldn't have liked it, but it probably should have been delayed another couple months. You know, well, I think if it was delayed a couple months, there have been very different um, kind of talk about the game. Yeah, I think they definitely decided to just eat their losses when it comes to bugs and just get the bad press now and then just fix it as they go along with patches. Because, yeah. I mean, even on the PS5, it's pretty buggy. And every time I've sat down to play the game since I got it, it's crashed on me at least once. Wow. So, yeah, it's buggy. And they're not, unless it's crashing the bugs aren't game breaking yet i haven't found something where it's just like oh because this character isn't here for some reason it's like in the ground and i can't click on them i can't continue this mission like nothing like that has happened yet but the game is crashing there's some visual bugs um not too many action bugs so like whenever i do something it it does it but it definitely feels a bit clunky i would say that for mm-hmm. sure yeah I've, I've been playing it for the last couple of days um, I haven't been playing as much as I want to because I've been kind of busy, but yeah, 
overall, I would say it's been very fun. Today was the first time I actually sat down and played it for more than like two hours. I played for like a good four hours today. And yeah, the more used to it I get, the more I like it. Because there is a lot. I didn't, I wasn't expecting it to be so controller heavy. Like there's a lot of things to, there's a lot of information for me to take in in terms of like how to play the game, controls, these there's like cyber tech, there's different inventories, there's different items and stats to worry about. There is a lot in this game. This is quite the extensive RPG experience, I would say. Mm-hmm. It'd be like someone just jumping into WoW, I would think, and just having to deal <laughs> with talents and all your abilities yeah. and all of that stuff. I think it's similar, but I'm getting used to it faster than someone would get into WoW, I'd say. I would say. And... I think my only thing right now is I kind of regret not getting it for PC just because I think the gameplay, the first person gameplay is just, it's just so much easier on PC than it is on, on console, man. Like I'm playing it on normal right now and I'm pretty sure if I was playing on PC, I could probably just play on the hardest difficulty, but wow. my, yeah. my fighting on a console is just so bad. I, can, I just can't fight properly. And I think as I'm getting strong, as my character's getting stronger, because I'm just doing a bunch of side quests, it's getting better because I can just like no brain it. (laughs) (laughs) Just just aim down side and just start blasting. But yeah, definitely I think I would enjoy the gameplay a little bit more if I was on PC. So if someone out there has like a really good PC, I would definitely recommend it more on PC than I would on console. Do you think you're on the, would you buy it again just to play it on PC or are you just kind of Uh, going with it on PS5 at this point? I'm like... This that's the thing. I'm far in I'm a couple hours in. So I'm like far enough in, I'm just like, I don't really want to start over. Yeah. And I don't really obviously I don't want to really want to play the pay the money again. But at the same time, I'm like not so far that it would be like unthinkable to rebuy it. So I'm kinda mm-hmm. like doing this mental gymnastic with myself right now. I was like, do I really want to play the money again? Not really. But at the same time, I do think I would enjoy it quite a bit more PC. But I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know next week if I've okay. convinced myself to buy it on PC. But so far, I mean, like I said, I'm getting used to it. I'm enjoying it more on console. So maybe after a week or so, I'll probably just forget about it and enjoy it as much as I would on PC. Okay. But yeah, Cyberpunk. Definitely highly recommend. I do think I think it would have been in a running for Game of the Year if it actually came out on time. Yeah. It seems like a very solid game. Apart from the bugs and things, it seems like there was just so much to do. And the RPG is what really kind of captured my eye. Like you were saying, it's kind of like World of Warcraft. There's a bunch of different systems, but I feel like that's what kind of maybe adds so much depth to the game that once you get really far into it, just, you know, you can have such a different experience between from other people just depending on how you built your character, which sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, I do hear about... I mean, I'm not comparing this game to Dark Souls at all, but... I would say sometimes I'll hear my friends talk about, oh, I'll play a mage playthrough in Dark Souls or I'll play a warrior type of playthrough in this time around. There's definitely an element of that in Cyberpunk where you can specialize in specific aspects of the character. You can either be like a bruisery fighter or melee fighter, or you can be really adept at using some of the special weapons, or you can be really good at hacking. There's the, the whole hacking software thing is in there too. So yeah, there's different playthroughs in terms of playstyle, and there's also different, slightly different playthroughs in terms of the path, the life paths. There's three life paths, and I I tried two of them, and so far both of them seem pretty similar in terms of, of the overall story. But there are different like um, dialogue 
options for the different life paths. So um, I think I did see online that there are different endings too. So there are slight differences along the game depending on which of the life paths you pick. And obviously mm-hmm. huge differences depending on like the play style in which you invest your skill points into. So yeah, it's a huge game, man. It's freaking huge. 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 I would be on it for a while. Okay. For a while. Just, but yeah, Cyberpunk, I definitely recommend it. I don't think it would win. As of right now, I don't think it would win against Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> no, it would. So, is this keep keeping your attention more than the uh, the other Ubisoft games you buy, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs? Oh yeah, Legion? for sure. I think it's way better. <laughs> okay. Is there, like I said, I'm in like six or eight hours in, and I already think it's way better than those games. Cool. Especially Assassin's Creed. I, I'm. It, it, this wasn't it. I'm, I, for some reason, with this Assassin's Creed world, I'm not on board with their focus on open world rpg mechanics over just a linear storyline of the earlier assassin's creeds i think i'm I'm probably one of the few people that enjoyed i've enjoyed the last the earlier assassin's creeds way more than i have the last couple i'm the same but i think we are both in the minority there because seems a lot of people like the newer games yeah we'll see but I, I honestly don't even know if I'm going to end up beating that game. I might just end up trading it because I have the disc version, Brigham. I have the disc mm. version of a game. <laughs> wow. It must insane. be nice. <laughs> but yeah, what else we got? You want to go ahead and talk about WoW or you want to just wrap it up here? Um, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about World of Warcraft, just a quick update on it. So something that I thought, I thought was kind of interesting was that the new raids came out this week. And they're much more difficult than previously. And yeah. I kind of got this idea, kind of thinking in my head, like, you know, is it good that the game is more difficult than normal? Like, the reason why it's difficult is because less gear is dropping from things. So before, like, five pieces of gear would drop per boss. Now it's only three in dungeons. Like, four pieces or three three to four pieces would drop at the end of a dungeon. Now only one piece drops at the end of a Mythic Plus dungeon. Um and on top of that, like just the, the tuning of the difficulties raised are like so much harder that only 12 guilds. Actually, I'm sure more now, but after the first three days, only 12 guilds in the world completed the heroic difficulty of the raid, which, by the way, heroic difficulty isn't even the highest difficulty. That's the second highest. Mythic is the highest. and It's not out yet. So I don't know. Like, is it a good thing that the game is really difficult? Do you think it's a good thing that people can't just blast through it the first couple of weeks or is it just kind of frustrating is it, or is it just like a ploy to get people to keep their subscription going? You know what I mean? I think it's both a ploy to keep the subscription going and also good. I I'm like I said I'm one of the proponents of playing the early expansion until I get through the first raid and usually being out. So the first raid taking me longer is both more rewarding I'd say and too, it'll probably keep me around longer so i think it's a double whammy i don't i don't i don't think it should be easy i feel like wow has done a good job at keeping the game accessible enough that people of all gaming levels can play it but at this at, at one point at some point at what point are you pandering right mm-hmm. i think you should trust your player base enough to be like they could figure this out if it's a little bit more difficult you know and I guess if they can't, they can always just tune it down. But you can't have it start easy and then tune it up, you know? So just have it a bit hard. And then if it's really bad, like let's say a couple weeks from now, only 20 guilds have gotten 
through Heroic, it's like, okay, <laughs> I think there's a problem here. Let's bring it down a bit. But for right now, I think a harder a harder content in the first couple weeks of the expansion is totally healthy. I think yeah, it just keeps people I, I interested and engaged. Yeah. I think the game is the is the best whenever the content itself is the reward, you know? And I think making the the, the difficulty of the raids more harder, it just makes it where that content's gonna last longer for a lot more people, you know? Like whenever yeah. you beat it, usually whenever you play a single player game, it's like, okay, I beat it, now it's time to go back to the beginning and play it on a hard difficulty. Like people don't usually do that, you know what I mean? Like they, they beat the game on whichever difficulty they choose and then 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 they're done. Yeah. So I think it's totally cool for them to make it more difficult. And also, you know, people aren't realizing that over time we'll get better gear. We'll unlock, we'll unlock, you know, renown and all these other external systems that they add to the game to make your characters more powerful, like getting legendary pieces of gear and stuff like that. So over time, this will just be easier from us progressing our character. So yeah, yeah I think it's fine. People are complaining, but this is, this is best for the game. Yeah, I have no idea how I'm gonna balance playing two giant RPGs. Yeah, I have no idea either. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still I've been so busy with the with my move and all that too, and taking care of stuff around the house. So yeah, I've been a busy boy, <laughs> and I mm-hmm. hate it. I want to be able to just sit around and play games all day. I didn't play any Cyberpunk yesterday, bro. This is insane because I just I've been installing freaking thermostats <laughs> who would have thought i never Man, if you told me like an adult i know if you had told me five years ago that one day you're going to sacrifice a whole free day of gaming to install thermostats in your freaking new home I, i'd be like this is ridiculous i would never do that <laughs> i would just pay someone to do it but then that's 200 dollars. So i'm like i'm doing it myself <laughs> but enough of that that was that was an interesting event but yeah, we got we got a lot of games to play. Hopefully, the audience doesn't mind if we're just playing these RPGs for the next like six weeks because that's <laughs> essentially all we're gonna play. Because you know, games don't come out every other week like we like we uh, hope they would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hopefully they're along for the ride. I guess. Yeah, I'm sure they will be. Yeah, is that all you got? That is all I got. That's a that that is that is it for our RPG centric episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, got a quick shout out. I was on a, one of my friends' podcasts called Trivia Rewrites. It's the show where they look at the weekly news and see how the news may have changed answers to trivia. And uh, I did a lot of gaming stuff on there. So check it out if you're into trivia ga- trivia podcasts and trivia-like questions. Um, I, I brought up that Cyberpunk was actually the... On launch was they broke the previous record of Fallout 4, I believe, for being the most played games on played games on its launch. So Cyberpunk break breaking records as we expected. People really wanted to play that game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, their show is trivia rewrites, check it out. And yeah, that's all I have too. Thanks for listening to basement gaming follow us on twitter at basement gaming 9 for updates and follow us on your podcast app of choice to stay up to date with new episodes and give us reviews on apple podcasts to help us with the algorithm the so evil algorithm <laughs> anyways that's all we got <laughs> that is it you remember that's that reference i don't know <laughs> spongebob oh uh, okay oh yeah yeah that's a good one yeah yeah hey okay enough of that <laughs> Come back next time. Peace.